It's time for the 2 o'clock show. Featuring Matthew Clock, Tim Clock. Welcome to the 2 o'clock show. In case this is your first time listening, this is episode 17. Uh, in case this is not your first time listening, this is episode 17. Uh, we are amazed if you are listening once again, and we're thankful that you're here and listening, whether it's your first time or multiple times listening. Uh, this is our Christmas special, if you can call it that. Um, you may be listening to this in March or July or what have you, uh, but for those of you who are listening in order to our, our show, it is our Christmas show, episode 17. And uh, yeah, and Christmas is just around the corner. The goose is getting fat and things like that. I'm just going to let you keep going <laughs> to see how many you can do. <laughs> And now, in keeping with our, our interview programs, we are going to do an interview, of all things, with a tooth fairy. We've done various interviews over the last several podcasts. We've interviewed such persons as the Loch Ness Monster, a merman, a garden gnome, a troll, and so on. And we actually have an interview today with a tooth fairy, brought to you in part by Dr. Orifice's Gentle Dental. Okay, let's have Larry go ahead and open the door and let in the uh, the Tooth Fairy. Hey, Larry, go ahead and open the door there. Okay, right over this way. You can just fly up here by the uh, by the microphone. Kind of settle in there. Get yourself comfortable. Hey, yo. Hello, welcome to the 2 o'clock show. Hey, yo, yo, it's real good to be here, you know what I mean? I must say this is the first time I have actually seen... A tooth fairy. I've heard about the tooth fairy since I was, you know, a tiny child, and uh, I've never seen the tooth fairy in person. This, this is amazing. This is an honor to meet the actual tooth fairy. Hey, yo, yo, glad to, glad to be here. You know what I mean? So, where is it that tooth fairies go when you're not collecting uh, teeth? Uh, sometimes, sometimes we go to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, but normally we we uh, we go off to fairyland. You know what I'm saying? Okay, fair enough. Um, speaking of collecting teeth, what do you do with all the teeth you collect? Uh, well, well, we uh we turn them into the uh the fairy queen. You know what I'm saying? And uh, she has never divulged to us uh what she does. You know what I'm saying? So we uh we just turn them into her, and uh and that's that's the end of it. And then we we give the the child uh either a coin or some kind of treat for uh for losing the teeth. Alrighty, and that segues nicely into the next question I have. Why does it seem like some kids get less for their teeth while other kids get more? Personally, I think I was shortchanged. Oh, it depends on the parents, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the parents, if they, if they tell the kid they're getting a quarter, then that's all they get. But if they don't specify, uh, we don't want to cause problems with the, with the child and the parents. So we just uh, kind of depends on the situation. Okay, okay. So how do you get into people's houses to collect the teeth? Well, we have uh, different uh, ways of doing magic, you know what I mean? We can, we can shrink down smaller than I already am and, and uh, go through keyholes. We can, we can come down chimneys like the fat guy in the red suit. We can uh, there's a lot of different ways. Uh, sometimes people leave their windows open or their doors unlocked and we just, we just come on in. And it's, it's easier than you might think. Huh. 
I suppose it is easier with magic, isn't it? Now, do all fairies have, have wings? We notice you have wings and you flew into our, our office here. Um, do, do all fairies have wings? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all, all the fairies have wings. Um, some people are classified as fairies, you know, like, like leprechauns and stuff, but they're not, uh, they're not, uh, true fairies, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just all actual fairies uh, have wings, and we all fly. And speaking of fairies, um, this may be, well, apparently a misconception of mine, but I thought all the, all tooth fairies were female. Yeah, yeah, all, all fairies, all fairies are female. Oh. What are you trying to say? Well, thank you for joining us for the 2 o'clock show. This has been an interview with the Tooth Fairy. I'm going to collect me some more teeth right now, you know what I'm saying? Today's episode has been brought to you in part by... Scrooge and Cratchit Financial Services. With Scrooge and Cratchit Financial Services, there is not a ghost of a chance your investments will fail. You're listening to the Toolcast News Network with breaking news. There's an unidentified flying object quickly approaching U.S. airspace with no radio contact. Multiple attempts to contact this flying object have been attempted by military, and they're now scrambling to intercept whatever this is. They have anti-aircraft weapons uh, ready to to intercept whatever this may be. Uh, It can only be assumed to be a threat. We're going live now to Raymond Air Force Base in northern Alaska. This is Wally Winchell at Raymond Air Force Base in northern Alaska. We are the northernmost base closest to not only the country of Russia, but also the North Pole. We're the commander of uh, Raymond Air Force Base here in northern Alaska, General Edward Halifax. Uh, How are you today, sir? Well, I would be doing much better if we weren't under threat of a possible Russian attack. Now, what do we have here? What What is the situation? Earlier today at 0600 hours, our men detected on the radar an unidentified flying object we can only assume is hostile. It was first noticed over the North Pole. Now, you have made uh, several attempts to contact this flying object. Yes, we've, time and time again, we've tried contacting him over the radio. No response. We can only assume its intentions are hostile. Now, I notice you have several anti-aircraft guns and uh, planes ready to scramble uh, as we speak. Yes, we've got everything from anti-aircraft guns to World War II-era howitzers. We have modern weapons. We have old weapons. We have a few medieval trebuchets. We want American people to know that they are in the best of hands, and we will keep them safe in this time of crisis. Uh, now, I noticed the the uh, air raid siren here. That cannot be a good sign. Yes, that does indicate that the flying object is soon going to be in visible range. It also means it is very soon going to be in range of our guns. Now, uh, General, I notice I can actually see a little spot up there in the sky just to the north. Uh, is that is that our object? It does appear to be so. That is not one of our boys. I see that this object is getting much closer now. It, it's an elongated uh, aircraft of some sort, unidentified as of yet, has not made any attempts to contact the Air Force Base, has not responded to any of the, the attempts to contact it. Um, uh, this is disturbing. Um, <laughs> 
returning now to your regular station and uh, we will bring back more information as we have it upon what this craft was that was shot down. And now back to the 2 o'clock show office. This has been a special report on the 2OKS News Network. The following has been brought to you in part by... Flabby Farties Anti-Flatulence Drops. Are you tired of farting in public and having to blame it on someone else? Then buy YB Farties Anti-Flatulence Drops. No longer will you fart throughout the day. You'll just let out one massive rip snorter at night when you go to bed. Good night, dear. And now it's time for the Cryptid Hotline. This is the show where we have listeners call in with reportings of sightings of strange creatures and phenomenon that they've witnessed. And already it looks like we have callers coming in. Going to line one. Hello, welcome to the Cryptid Hotline on the 2 o'clock show. Howdy, neighbors. Hello, have you uh, called to report any sightings of any strange creatures or phenomenon? Yeah, me and Ethel seen a weird thing out here. We was out trimming the rose bushes and we seen what looked like a big bald-headed man praying in our yard. And my cat goes up to investigate as a cat will and ends up he at my cat. And it was a giant praying menace about six foot tall. Well, that sounds like quite the sighting. Um, can you explain what happened or where it went? tree and then he flew off after that i don't know what you call a giant six foot praying mantis but that's what we seen it and we just we just call him the praying mantis man well that sounds like quite the happening that's uh i think that's a new one we're gonna have to catalog also uh for the you listeners out there to the cryptid hotline if you have any photos of cryptids be sure to send those into the uh, two o'clock show Facebook page, and we would love to put those on and and have everyone see your your cryptid photos. Well, we we didn't have time to take a picture of this thing, but uh, we'll uh, if it comes back, we'll we'll try to get a picture of it. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your sighting, sir. Have a good day. Going to line two. Hello, this is the cryptid hotline on the two o'clock show. Oh, hello again. Yeah, yeah. The other day, I seen the skunk ape. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we thought it was Bernice. But then later, we seen it was a skunk ape. And he was rifling through our fridge. You know what I mean? And uh, he was, like, throwing stuff all over until he found out what he, he wanted. Yes, I remember you calling in last time. He stole our bacon, and he stole a jar of mayonnaise. Well, that sounds, um, unfortunate. He left everything else. He just threw it all over the house, you know what I mean? I see. Uh, have you called to report anything new or any new sightings or new creatures? Uh, we didn't get any photos of them, but, uh, our neighbors have, uh, surveillance cameras and they got a good picture of them. Oh, okay. We'll have to, uh, have that, uh, sent in if you're able and willing. Yeah, we talked to some clown named Larry, you know what I mean? And he, 
he uh, gave us your address and stuff, so we'll, we'll send you a picture of this, this thing. Oh, yeah, he did talk to me. I mean, I'm not listening to the calls. Well, we'll have to get that set up, and I'm going to have to have a talk with Larry later. Okay, well, thank you for calling, and have a good day, sir. And going to line three. Hello, this is the Cryptid Hotline on the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. I was having tea and biscuits the other day. Tea with biscuits. And and I said to Earl, that's my husband. I said, there's a giant tarantula coming up behind you. And he said, oh, don't be silly, Phyllis. And that is the last I saw Earl. He was eaten by a giant tarantula. Well, that sounds quite tragic. Um... I'm I'm sorry that happened, um, but could you perhaps explain um, how big this tarantula was? Like, what do you mean by giant? I I only I stood up and I I didn't even come up to his knees. He was he was enormous. Oh, that sounds quite frightening. Um, where exactly did you see this? He was. Oh, he's still here. Look at. Ah! Okay, we're gonna go on to the next. Like yeah, that was uh, yeah. That was disturbing. We'll have to try to call her back and make sure uh, things are okay there at the house. I'm sure everything is fine. <clears throat> Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay, going on to the next line. Hello, this is the Cryptid Hotline for the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. Hi. Oh, boy. Hello. Hey, uh, is this the, the Cryptid Hotline? Yes, it is. Sounds like it. Um, how how so? I like to go into neighbors' homes when they leave windows and doors open, and I like to to prowl around at night, and I like to hang upside down if they have chandeliers and watch them in their sleep. Well, sir, I can see why they would say that about you, and I will also say that that is uh, technically um, trespassing. Possibly also breaking and entering, and I would recommend not doing that. But even if you're a cryptid? It, yeah. But I enjoy it. How could it be wrong? It makes me angry. I enjoy it. Okay, we're gonna go now. Uh, have a good day, sir. But, but... Okay, I think we have one more line. Going to it now. Hello, you're on the cryptid hotline for the 2 o'clock show. You're live on the air. Hello again. Hey, called in the other day about that chupacabra. Yes, I remember. Hey, we lived down down along Syracuse, and uh, we was out there on the barbecue the other day, and sure enough, we seen us we seen us that same same chupacabra. He he jumped over our fence and come to our backyard. That sounds like quite the uh, concerning experience. Did uh, please continue? What happened after that? I sent my wife into the house to get a camera, and uh, and this this here chupacabra, he stole all the weenies off in the barbecue, and he jumped back over the fence, and I didn't see him no more after that. Huh. Have you had any other run-ins with him before that, uh, besides what you've already reported to the 2 o'clock show? Nope, nope, that's it, that's it. Uh, my, my wife just got out of the hospital, she just got some false lips put on, because last time we seen that chupacabra, he, he bit her lips off because she got too close. 
but she got uh, fake lips now. They look pretty real, though. They look perfectly natural, you might say. Okay, well, I'm glad everything's worked out with you and your wife. Thank you for reporting this. Um, please do call in again if you do see anything else. Um, so, we're gonna go now. This has been the Cryptid Hotline on the 2 o'clock show. Thank you for listening. This episode has also been brought to you in part by Adriano's Eggnog. The best since 1992. Christmas from Matt and Tim and from those of us at the two o'clock show.